What's up, everybody? It's your host, Brooke Saborn, a.k.a. Your Girl Middle Child Lives. Today on the podcast, we've got a special guest, Trent Palmer. Trent is honestly a long-term YouTuber at this point. He's been in the game for six whole years. I was so excited to do this interview because in six years, like, the amount of insight that you can gather is incredible. So I'm excited for everybody to hear this episode. Let's get into it. I've been waiting to do that for a half hour. Heck yeah, and we have Trent Palmer here. What's up, Trent? Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, will you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? I know, yeah. annoying no, question, no, thanks. go ahead. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm a YouTuber, self-proclaimed filmmaker. I uh, haven't won an award yet, so I also haven't entered anything, so that's kind of my fault, isn't it? Filmmaker, YouTuber, content creator on many platforms, I suppose. Somewhat of an entrepreneur, but you know we'll get into that later on. And uh, I guess I guess I wouldn't include skater anymore, but I used to be. So we'll we'll just end it at that. All right, all right. So I actually like to start all of my interviews out with a little funsies, so that okay. we can get warmed up. So for you, I have a little game of Would You Rather, and it's all YouTube related, so it's nothing okay. too dicey. All right, all right. Okay, so, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather never film again or never edit again for your YouTube channel? I think a lot of my personal storytelling comes in the edit side of things. It's not about, like, the actual quality of the clip or, like, the shot itself. Now, I mean, that those both really, really, really help. And I don't want to ever have to make this decision. But if I were put in that case, I suppose the actual editing... I would want to keep. So I guess we can like have someone else film it. I can give them. Can I give them instruction? Like I want to get these shots and they go film them, or is it like Wait. blind footage handed to me? I'm supposed to make my own video. This is right, my video. Now we're gonna make a. I'm making it too scenario. complicated. Um. So the person who films you, films you, and hands you the stuff. You don't get to say anything. They're like, here's your footage. Go ahead and edit. That's the scenario. <laughs> in that scenario, I feel like I would still want to edit it because I have like the control of what actually ends up being the product. But at the same time, I don't think I can make a video as good as I might have been able to because I didn't have the creative control. I'm kind of a control freak in that sense um, from the beginning. So edit still because I have the final say, mm -hmm. but I don't like this scenario. <laughs> I know. This is the point. This is what you rather. All right, so next one. Would you rather create for YouTube until you retire, assuming that you retire at age 65, like whatever, traditional, whatever, or stop creating today and retire? Film for YouTube till I'm 65. Hey. What would I do? What would I, know, what, right? what would I do? Not only for fun, but if I was like making money and this was a career choice. I mean, either way, I, I see it's a win-win. I, I have... I enjoy what I'm doing, and I am getting paid for it. But if I retired now, I'm not getting paid for it, and not it. it, it it's it, that's a, that's a no-brainer. All right, I see where you're coming from, but my question: I meant retire, and like it allows you to retire. I okay. asked it stupid. See, no, that's, good. <laughs> that's why good. I almost scrapped this question. You can scrap my answer. Next. If you want to cut that? You want to cut that? <laughs> no, I'm not cutting okay. it. Trent, I'm pulling the You are strength. the worst interviewee I have ever had. Thank you. Also the second. <laughs> okay. Have, would you rather only release bad content but have YouTube fame 
or be one of the best creators in all the land with absolutely no clout forever and no hope of clout. <laughs> I mean, the first answer seems like the one that everyone should say because, like, you have a lot of doors open to you then. But if you're making shit content, you're probably not enjoying it. I can't see how you can enjoy making really bad content if you know it's bad. So I'm going to go with the second one still. That's fair. I'm going to go with the second one. No fame. It doesn't mean I can't like make money <laughs> off of it, but no one would know me. Well, it doesn't mean I couldn't make it a career still. It's true. I'm too dead now that we're halfway through the questions because I'm like, would you rather was not a good game for you? <laughs> Wait, why? Because you're so meditulous. You're like, well, if I, it was this scenario... I'm a very meticulous person. And I'm like, person. answer the question! I did. I gave you the answer. <laughs> hey, if you want to cut the game out, go ahead. I, I... No, heck no. I'm just giving you a little bit of a hard time. That's alright. Alright, right. this is the next question. It's kind of how YouTube is. It's, it's a difficult process used to it. Would you rather have your account accidentally deleted and have to start over completely or lose access to YouTube for one year and get your account back? Delete my account right now. Oh really? Okay. Me too. I'm, I'm acting surprised. I'm like writing this question and I'm like... Delete it. Like, I can still make content. I can come back. True that. I don't gotta wait a year. True. I know, I couldn't do it. Was that concise enough this time? That was great. Right Good on, job. right on. Thank, Thank you, you. Trent. He's learning. We just need to give him a hard time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, would you rather get offered a, an official series on Hulu, Netflix, whatever, and give up YouTube, or stay as is and just be Trent Palmer as he is? One question, series. Do I get to yeah. create the stories of it, or is yeah, it like only... Okay, then no, I'll do like, that. We're gonna pay I'll, do, to I'll do that, because... My whole thing is just making stuff. Okay. I just like to make it. It doesn't matter the... where the place goes. YouTube just happens to be the best option. All right. Cool. But it's not about YouTube. That's why I asked that question because it's very telling in that way. All right. All right. Okay. Last one. And this is the stupidest one to end on. Would you rather only watch or only create for YouTube? Only create. All right. I figured. <laughs> yeah. No. There's so many other places to get content. So true. I don't need... I mean, I love, I love YouTube content. I think it's better than most places, but... Yeah, if I can. If I wasn't on there, I would, I would care so much less. Yeah, you're right. But my education would end there if I couldn't go on YouTube. <laughs> no, I mean, learning I mean, anything. I think a lot of my educational outlet would be gone, but there has to be other ways. True. Can I turn this off? Yeah. I feel like I'm being interrogated. Maybe you are. Um, Trent put a interview. light right above my eyes. Here, put that light on. <laughs> Let's switch. All right. No, I feel like it's like dead in here. Put that light on. No, just me. Well, it's my house, so I don't that's my here. problem, right? <laughs> okay, so let's get into the questions about you now. So, Trent Palmer, first question, pretty easy. Why did you start uh, creating for YouTube? Man, you asked like the worst loaded question you could have about someone who's meticulous. Well, that's perfect. Um, See, the game, I, it was like, you know, one question, one... Sure, sure. I'm giving okay, you okay, okay, I'm okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I get it, I get it. So, I started creating content in the beginning or the end of 15, 2015, and early 2016. Um, I was like 15, 14, I don't know, something like that, like actually posting. And I started strictly because of Casey Neistat, but I don't credit him for what I was making. It was just because I never had had anyone tell me the possibilities of YouTube or the fun or possibilities of like storytelling through video. Um, sure, it was books. I knew about books. I hated reading, so like that wasn't interesting. It is now as I'm older, but because of the story part of it. But 
no one had told me, hey, YouTube can both be a viable job option. It can also be a viable creative outlet and a serious thing. And it's not just like some social media, like people used to think back in like 2010, 2015-ish times. Um, and obviously we know this now, but then that was the only source of that information I was receiving. Like, hey, sure, I'm changing the whole YouTube world, whatever case and asset was, right? But me as a very susceptible 14-year-old, never had anyone influence me in the world of video ever. And I found out like, hey, this is a whole new world that I've never even heard of. My parents never told me about it. No one's told me about it. I want to check it out. Then I made a few videos and I was like, well, this is, this is it. This is, this is cool. What else? I don't know what I, I, don't, I was too young to know what I wanted to do in life, but I was sure that I wanted to at least do that for fun. So that's where it began. That's like a rough answer. Heck yeah. So I have a question about that. I love that you're giving all the creds to Casey. I've never even watched one of his videos. I, I think I give like seventy percent of credit to Casey. You well, whatever percentage sure, of credit, sure, sure, sure. but what? But what specifically did you see on his channel? Like, I'm unfamiliar. Like, what, what, was what he kind of content, you? or like, what was I was I taking away from it? You said that it sparked like some, like it seemed like a whole new world. Like, well, what made you feel that way? So I would say the biggest takeaway I had taken from like watching his videos, what I learned the most, what I felt impacted by the most was like he was doing exactly what he wanted to do. And me being a person before I made YouTube videos um, and before I even watched him, I just knew like 13, 14, 12 years old, hey, people, you know, some like a lot of people have businesses in the world. You don't have to work for someone else. My parents don't seem very happy with what they're doing. And like, sure, I'm 12, I'm not really thinking about the future, but I was thinking about the fact that I didn't want to be unhappy. I mean, that, I think that's a very simple thought that 12-year-olds can have. They just don't want to be unhappy. Who wants to be unhappy, right? Not a 12-year-old. Not a 12-year-old. <laughs> um, and I realized, like, hey, this guy seems to be enjoying what he's doing when I did discover his channel. And I already know that I want to work for myself. And then I found, like, the creative part of video making, like, very enjoyable. It's like, okay, great. Like, that checks all my boxes. Very fun, sure. Possible to make money. For sure, I have always had a problem to like not doing something. I always need to be doing something, whether that's in like just leisure or, or work. I have to be doing something. I can't just sit around. I get very, very bored very fast. So I always try to keep myself occupied and I realize, wow, not only is this like, like I said, job opportunities and future, whatever, but it takes a lot of your time. And I kind of like fell in love with that process. There's always ups and downs, but yep. so that's why whatever he was making was like telling you like, hey, you know, like. You can do this all the time, and this can be, like, your place in the world. And who fucking cares if someone else doesn't like it? Like, you don't have to care. Right? You can just do it. Just go do it. I mean, it was a little less direct, but that's yeah, what I was feeling. That's how I was feeling yeah, it at 15, like, 14. Yeah, I was like, I, was like, I will do it. Yeah, dude, you know, you know, this guy, like, he's doing things that no one else is doing, and he's still, it's, it's working for him. Nice. So I took that and ran with it. So Damn. you said that you love the process. What does your... What exactly is your process, and do you do all of your own work? Question mark. Video making process, correct? Yeah. Okay. Like uh, from start to finish, before a video even enters your brain, what does it look like from pre-brain idea to upload? And I'm a viewer watching it. I, I don't know the first part. I don't know what happens before it enters my brain. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, as in like. I'm not trying to actively come up with ideas a lot anymore. I used right. to, especially when I was running the skating part of my channel that was like actually finding success in, in the terms of views at least. But a big part of my process is just like, what do I want to say in this video? It's not just like, can I make a video? 
will it be entertaining? Sure, I can do that, and I can probably pull in more views than I am. Um, but my biggest thing is, like, I have to feel connected to my video in order for me to want to make it. Otherwise, it's just a chore. Mm -hmm. So my process is, like, okay, what do I enjoy doing? Okay, you know, let's just give an example. Like, filmmaking, like the actual art of filmmaking, uh, skating, you know, I, I like doing one of the things, but something I wouldn't put in videos, right? So let's just say those are two topics. Okay, and then I sit down and I write out ideas that I like about skating or about whatever and move on from there. So that's like where the brainstorm process comes in. And then like usually I put it aside, put it aside and then I go back to doing whatever I was doing. And then at some point in time in like the, you know, the future from there, bam, I'll get like, I'll see something, something will happen. I'll watch something and I get like a spark of inspiration. And then at that exact moment, I, I write down every single thought I have about it in like my notes on my phone, um, which are highly unorganized, by the way. So it's very difficult to do this. But I write them, I write them in my notes on my phone, like exactly what I'm thinking, word for word, say it out, like, like talking to my phone, um, and then put it away again. And then I'll come back to it, and then I'll like read it like a day from then. And then I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. What was I saying there? Or like, that's a great idea. Okay. And then I build on that idea and I kind of formulate that hmm. until I have a solid plan. Okay. Because I've, I've learned that I, I'm very, very bad at keeping track of my ideas unless I write them down or draw them or do something, something that I, I can look at. So I have to plan things out in order to get it done. Not like plan to make something happen, but like plan to make the video be good. I can't just dive into it. I can't do it like off the top. Um, I have to... I have to have something to reference during that process, and that's kind of how it goes every single time. So consistent videos on a weekly basis sometimes are hard because, like, sometimes I have no ideas. Yeah, I feel. And that. sometimes I have like fifteen, and I can't get them all done at the same time because I also have a business to run, and, and yeah, and this and is like, in the world. I don't want to do it in two months. Yeah, <laughs> I want to do it right like, now. Or I don't have the money, or, or something. Right. So true. Okay. Yeah. There was, was one, one question I had about that. Actually, no, you answered it. Never mind. I was holding on to it for the end when you were done talking, but then I realized by the end you finished. What was that? You answered it. Um, it was a, like almost right at the start. You said you have an idea, and then you'll just like put it away, get back to what you were working on. Oh, and yeah. Then no. I was going to ask like the development of it. It's got to build. You literally developed it. It, 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 <laughs> sit, it, it sits in, yeah. like, you know, burns and okay. turns into something new. On average, then, how long will it take for that idea to be born on paper? That original, put it into your notes, put right. it aside for now, from the day it's born to like the day it starts being filmed or whatever. How, how long so do they from usually like live? So the inception of the idea to the actual execution of it, I think it's always, always different. I mean, I'd say like if it's a good enough idea, it won't leave my mind until I do it. And it will really, really like bug me if I didn't get to it immediately. So I started as soon as possible. If it's practical to do so, you know, a lot of times I have to realize currently I'm not in a position to like worry about my YouTube videos more than I am about my own business. Mm -hmm. I try to balance it, but I, I'm just not in a place where that's practical. I have to take care of things. It's not just my own business. So I have other responsibilities and things I have to take mm -hmm. care of first. So before that takes place, I have to make sure I take care of my own personal um, responsibilities. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I could possibly can like get out there, film what I have to film, do what I have to do. Even if it's just like doing the voiceover or finding the song that I feel like is going to work for the mood that I want to set in the video, I get to work on the smallest parts, the most practical parts. I break it down in pieces um, until the final moment comes that I'm like, I'm ready. And then it just happens. Nice. All right. I have another question about your process while we're on the topic. Yeah. 
while you're filming, this happens to me, so maybe I'm like projecting onto you a little bit, so I'm just wondering you're if right. anybody else experiences this. While you're filming, are you imagining that edit as you film, like this is going to look like this? I'm going to combine oh, this sure. part with what I Absolutely. filmed earlier. I mean, it's not everything. And then when you sit down, like does that compute? <laughs> I'd say like 60% of the time it computes. Um, nice. Like I said, I have to really plan. I can't just off the top shoot it. Like I always make a joke that I'm running on everything. But truthfully speaking, there's always some form of planning, whether that's like just the script or if I'm going to script it or if I write like I almost write a script telling myself for the future. Okay, Trent, like you have to do this in order to get this out of it. Mm -hmm. You can't just like point the camera and have it set up. Like remember to check how tight your gim your uh, not your gimbal but your your grill pod is set up because half the time you forget to tighten the knob and it like slowly slams. Like it's that it's that meticulous where I have to tell myself or I'll forget. So do I plan out my edit for sure? I'm just but imagining the slow slam. It, it, it's just. It, it's it sounds stupid, but like that's who I am. I forget almost everything I think about unless I write it down. Like the things that are most important to me, of course I remember. But like I have so many ideas that it's hard to keep track of them all, especially with video specifically. Mm -hmm. So edit sixty percent of the edit is probably planned ahead of time. The flares, you know, the little fancy shit that you add at the end, like that's mm -hmm. my personal touch to it. That comes in the moment, always okay. does. And half the time I'll get a new idea in between editing, and. Either I find a way to make it work with what I have, or I go out and reshoot because I have to get it. I, I, now, now I can't make the video without a shot, which, which is the most annoying thing. <laughs> but it's like, do I want a better video or do I want to post a video? True. I, I want a better video. Yeah. So sometimes you just have to bite that bullet. And then he and it's really takes not out his dirty laundry, the outfit he had on when he filmed the first time. No, half the time <laughs> I, I've learned to just embrace the fact that I fucked it up. Excuse my 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 language there, but that I messed it up, and I just go back out, and I'm like, you know what? I'm wearing a different outfit, but will my point still get across? Like, is it that relevant? If it is relevant, then okay, you know, maybe maybe we'll do that and try to act like it didn't change. But most likely, something's gonna be different. Someone's gonna notice, so you might as well just like run with it 100 percent and just like, oh, you're wearing an orange hoodie the day before, and now it's green. Like that's quite obvious, but like <laughs> if people already realize that. They're not going to think you tried to hide the fact that you've messed something up and everyone messes something up and we're not getting paid millions of dollars to not do so. Right. So, like, who cares? The it, if the video is better, do it. If yeah. it doesn't make the video better, okay, forget about it. Drop the idea. What's up, future sponsors? If you'd like to hear your business advertised here on Storytime behind the channel, inquire at middlechildlives at gmail.com. That's M-I-D-D-L-E... C-H-I-L-D-L-I-V-E-S at gmail.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. Now back to our interview. So tell me about your channel. What do you want to know? So if I just met you, which I haven't, actually I know Trent personally, but I am pretending I did. Sure. What if I, you're just like, yeah, I, I'm a YouTuber. Like... Okay, channel. what do you post? That's uh, and video. I'm like, oh, what kind of content? Sure. So I had this happen like two days ago, three days ago. I was skating on my electric board with my friend Ricky, uh, who was in my last video with you, um, or a few videos back. And we were filming something with the drone. I had it like, pointed at the sky, and it was up in the air, and I was currently flying it. I was like already in the middle of the shoot. Someone walks up to me, like a kid and her grandmother, and her grandmother starts talking to us, asking us what we're doing, you know, because I have a drone in the air, and, you know, that's, I guess, a 
easy thing to ask about. Like, what the yeah. heck are you doing? Why? What are you flying in the middle of my street? You know, I'm in like the rich part of town. I'm in the rich part of town. Down in Old Town there. I'm in, I'm in a very fancy neighborhood because it looked good on shot, right? So all this happening, this way he talks to us, and, like, and my first thought's like, oh, no. Oh, come on. Please don't get mad, right? Because I'm just trying to like film a skateboard video. I was doing one shot. It was taking five minutes. And all of this is going to make sense in the end. But, like, so her granddaughter, I suppose, I guess that's who it was, um, was like, oh, do you make YouTube videos, right? Because her grandma wasn't asking this, but she was. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, 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 we do. Um and then from from there, she's like, oh, what's your channel? So I told her my channel, you know. She couldn't find it because there is another Trent Palmer out there that has yeah. half a million subscribers Wait. and I have 10,000 at the moment. I have to tell the audience, if you're trying to look for Trent Palmer, I always look up Trent Palmer board. Then he'll come up. That works. <laughs> I told her to look up Trent Palmer skateboard. That's where I was going with this. Oh. Or, or uh, you can do at T Palmer. That's my handle now. Oh, yeah, we got Because now that YouTube has handles, it actually is a little bit easier because that's what I'll have to tell people, right? At T Palmer, mm-hmm. not at Trent Palmer. Because it's just, it's not, I've lost the SEO there completely. Oh, 100%. Oh, I can't believe that. That guy started, well, here's, here's a quick story. That guy started after I started my mm-hmm. channel. But he's, a, you know, he's a four-year-old man. I was 14. Yeah. He had a plan. I did not. He had gear. I did not. He had, ex- you know, experience. I did not. There's a lot of reasons I can say that, oh, he did better. But what he did do was consistent content. And I did it. So, like, he's all... He's deserving of it. I'm not trying to bash the dude. Whatever. Bottom line, it sucks because I'm like, man, I remember I saw the guy's channel. He had like 1,000 subscribers. I had 4,000. And this is like 2017. And I'm like, ah, shit. This guy's never going past me. We're going to go at the same rate. And we're probably going at the same rate for a while. And all of a sudden, I look at his channel. He's got like 100,000. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, he's got a fat channel. Whoa, man. And I've never even seen his videos. That's a side story for a completely different time. I don't want to talk about that one right now. But, yeah, so I told this girl, hey, yeah, here's my channel. Um, look at Trent Palmer skateboard. She finds it. She she like subscribes and it's like, oh, thanks, cool. But like they were asking me in the moment, like, what do you make videos about? While well, she's trying to look for this, and I'm like, well, it used to be skating. Like obviously, I'm filming right now with the skateboard, so like I'm still trying to incorporate that. But uh, I don't know. I kind of just feel like I just tell different stories about like whatever's going on, like whether it's like about the world or like my experience with something in the world or something that's just kind of relatable. I was like, so I don't I have a niche, and that got me thinking, like, oh, geez. I need a better pitch because, like, yeah, I got the subscriber from that girl. Cool. She said, oh, I subscribed. I was like, okay, thank you. Awesome, you know. But a lot of times those people don't watch. They watch for a valid reason. And, you know, my content's probably not in line with what she's looking up on the internet right now. She's, she's like, 10. Um, and I don't know who this is, so I could never figure this out. But that's how young we're talking, right? No, that's how young we're talking. So, like, she was a little kid. So she's probably not looking for... 21-year-old dudes making videos about storytelling and skateboarding. It's just not her not her content type. So in the world of uh, meeting people, what I tell them, and I know you asked this question like an hour ago at this point, <laughs> we I don't have a direct pitch. I was like, yeah, you can hook me up. And then I'm like, ah, oh, so there's a lot of issues with that. But my best one is just like, yeah, I, make, I used to make videos about skateboarding. Now I make more like lifestyle-oriented, like storytelling type of stuff. And just kind of make a different style of video all the time just to find out what I like. I apologize for taking so long on that, but I had to tell that story for some reason. Dude, take as long it as felt you necessary. Want. This is your time. <laughs> Not mine. Yeah, like, your time too. You're giving it to me when you take a long time, so I'm fine with it. In fact, I prefer it. <laughs> Alright, um, so I have found that a lot of people don't really quite understand what you mean 
when you say, like, I make storytelling videos. Because I don't say that because I don't make storytelling videos, but if I'm referring to a storyteller, a lot of people don't know what that means. So can you explain to the audience? I have a question on, on the side of this. Um, is this something that someone's asked you if they've asked, like, have you ever referred my channel to someone? Yeah. And then they're like, what, is it, what do you mean by storytelling? Yeah. Okay, so this is direct, like... This is very direct. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm saying like, this, is, this is helpful. Yeah. Because like, this is okay. a real experience that happened, and you're like, yeah, actually, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. Um, so what do I mean by storytelling, or what... What What does it mean, like, in general? Like, if you... I mean, someone it's hard to answer that, because I feel like storytelling, to me, is, like, so black and white. It's like you're literally telling a story about anything, and it provides some form of value to an audience through the medium of, of video. That is, I mean, there's like there's books, right? You know what a book is. You don't have to question what a book is. A book serves a purpose. It gives you information, whether it's entertainment or it's informational, like actual education, or or just something to reference or anything. Um, you don't have to question what a book is. And the same field, video is a little bit more diverse, right? You have a movie, which can both be educational or entertaining, mm -hmm. but then you also have all these, so you know, short form TikTok content that doesn't really provide much at all. Maybe five seconds of entertainment, and you forget about it. Or there's longer form content, which in my case is what I'm trying to do. Even if it's four minutes, like still technically that's a longer form than what we're at now in the world. Um, and that, that is a, what I call storytelling. It's like making a video that solves or serves a purpose for a greater audience than just like to post something. It, it's a very rough explanation because storytelling, I feel like, is very direct. Like, it's like it's literally telling a story. Yeah. But that's my goal with storytelling, at least. That's what I, I aim to do with it, is, like, provide some form of value. Sometimes it's entertainment. Sometimes it's, like, here's my perspective. Maybe it's not talked about like my last video. Here's my perspective. No one really mentions this. I feel like if no one's going to, then I should. So that's going to be, like, you know, slightly educational, slightly inspirational, slightly entertaining. So we're in, like, a gray zone here of what it technically means, but that's what I would... I don't know how to give a direct answer, right? Because it's not okay. direct. It's very indirect. Yeah. It's really what the creator makes it, to be honest. Well, to a certain extent. Okay, but you... Which is why I've always reverted to lifestyle. Because it's like, it's kind of like about anything in life. Like, that's just, I just make a bunch of content. And that's not a very good pitch. It doesn't really tell people like, hey, this is what I do. But like, if they're interested enough, if you're personally meeting them, right, and you're charismatic right. enough, they might give it a shot. And they might like it, might hate it, but I mean, like, you're not going to win them over, I think, in person as much as you would, like, just by the video itself. It's so true. <laughs> That's my best way to describe it. I mean, in your case, you make, like, lately you've been doing fishing and outdoor stuff a lot. So, like, that would be an easy sell, right? Like, oh, I make videos about fishing in the low country. Yeah, which is Like, that's very specific, specific and niche, and, like, it truly makes sense. Like, you can describe that. Yeah, totally. I can tell someone, oh, yeah, she makes videos about blah, 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 and they don't have to question what is fishing. Right. Like, Middle Child Lives might never pop off, but my outdoors channel, I got big big plans. But yeah, ex that's exactly yeah. why. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're yeah. in a more niched field than I am at the moment, at least. Like, I know you weren't for a while, right? You were all, all the place with style, but like, I personally don't mind that. I'd yeah, rather I see some differences. Place, in, like, <laughs> if I can see a content creator very versatile in their storytelling techniques from the field, I think that's more interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're my friend, so I would see it in a slightly different perspective, maybe, as would yeah. you, possibly. But I still see it like, oh, this person can do all this. Like, that's why I think that's cool. Like, it's cooler than someone else who can only do one thing. Heck yeah. Personally. So we'll leave it there. 
You mentioned that you started with skating. Mm-hmm. Why did you change? Why did you switch? Oh boy! Because I mean, we you have spent done a video. We have done multiple it? videos on this, I believe. Um, <laughs> not that I'm not talking to you directly, but to the to the audience, mm-hmm. I've done multiple videos on this topic. Why did I change? Well, truthfully, I've only did skateboard videos for like a year and a half, two years straight, which is like you know, in the real world, that's quite a bit of time. Solid. Or it isn't isn't quite a bit of time, but in in like video creation and like TikTok, social media, I always say TikTok in the short form world. Two years is a very long time. You know, the trends right. two years ago were not even somewhat similar to now. So two years is a lot. And I made a lot of videos on skating in that time. And I realized that they were like all getting like 10 times the views that my normal videos got. So I doubled down, tripled down on that. Was doing it a lot. Ended up burning myself out to the point where like I didn't even like skating, which was something I've done my whole life anyways, let alone making videos on it because it was a job. It was like, oh, I have to get this video out. I have to come up with a new video about almost the same topic every time, which gets very difficult, in my opinion at least, because I'm not like an amazing skater. Um, so I'm very limited, I suppose, in my field there. It wasn't a field that I was a professional in. It was a field that I knew something about and enjoyed. So I started that and slowly grew out of what I did know, wasn't progressing, and burned myself out. So I stopped. Yeah. Because I realized I was making videos for an audience and not for myself. And I was pandering to what people wanted. And I'd say that in terms of views. Or they would leave a comment asking, like, hey, can you teach me how to do this? And I'm like, great. You know, that's a video idea. Sure. I have a direct video idea from a uh, viewer. That's kind of YouTube, right? It's like content creation for an audience. Mm-hmm. But that's not why I started the channel. That's not why I wanted to make videos in the first place. And I didn't feel very satisfied on a personal level. So all in all, I, I, I stopped for seven months. Lost like, all the audience retention I did have and came back with completely different content that is now no longer performing well, but I'm truly enjoying making more. I mean, I'm still in an iffy state. I haven't liked the last seven videos I posted. I liked the last one, but the ones before that, truthfully, I, I despise watching them again. Oh my gosh. Like, I know what you mean, but I'm here to tell you they're good. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, but I don't even mean in terms of like their quality. I mean in terms of like a personal attachment yeah. to them. Like That didn't solve a purpose. That didn't serve anyone. And like... When I say serve anyone, I don't mean like that video wasn't getting views and no one saw it or like that video didn't do what I wanted for the audience. But like I think that when I share something on the internet, I want someone, even if it's one person, to like watch the video and walk away somehow better for it. Whether that's a, whether that's like, oh, I'm, I was entertained for five minutes or now I like have a different perspective on this or I learned something like just something that they can walk away and like remember that they learned that. It didn't have to be from me. It didn't have to be because of my name or my video. It was just like they walked away, changed somehow. Something was impacted. What I'm saying though is like nothing was impacted in my personal experience from like my trial videos. Sure, they were very, very narrowed, niched in the terms of like I made them for me, so I posted them, sure. But I'm like, man, they didn't provide anyone anything. Kind of disappointing that I spent like 60 hours editing all the all four of those. Like, that's a lot of life for not a lot of That is a output. lot of time. <laughs> I well, mean, it's like it was scouring through 100 hours of clips, yeah. editing those, then re-editing those, then like, you know, I don't know. So like, the last video I made, I feel like had some type of real value to share. So I was very, very passionate about making it. Um, and even my skateboard videos had some reason to share. So I wasn't... Like, hating those I just didn't like making them myself but at least the content itself had something yeah. so I'm still trying to find myself there too 
But I know you asked a different question, which was about the skating world, but that's kind of why I stopped the skating, and that's where I'm at now. Makes sense. Once again, I am, I am sorry for dragging that on for so long. <laughs> I feel like I just talked my head off here, but I have so much to say. I'm flag, but I like it. It's good. I did remember my question from before. You keep mentioning your last video, but this is it's probably not going to be your last video by the time this is released. So my last video that you're, you're asking about that I was referring to is... Uh, I called it the... What did I call it? The status symbol situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I came up with the video title, like, last second, which is why it wasn't in the video. Because I, I, in the scene, I like to uh, write the titles, like, visually into the scene. I did a penny board video, like, a year ago, where I, I duct taped the top of the penny board in the video, and I wrote, like, how to penny board on it, because that's what the video was called. And I, I mean, whether that made a difference for the audience... I think it's... I don't know. Very I disliked it, because it was, like, yeah. different. And it's not different for, like, you know, that's kind of where the case nice that inspiration comes in. He used a lot of, like, physical props. I like So that. I try to limit my I use on those. <laughs> I try to limit my use on those because I don't want my content to look like his. I, I want it to be inspired because, like, that's where my inspiration came from a lot of times. But I still want it to be mine. So I I've, I've okay. finally, I think I found my footing. It's okay. There are no original ideas. Right. So <laughs> I, I think I found my footing. But, like, the video is called The Status Symbol Situation. And it's basically just talking about, uh, I guess... In this world where we dropship everything and everything's like really fake. I hate to use that word because that's, that's a very definitive word. But in the world where everything is like replicatable and like she said, there's no new ideas on the sun, right? And that everyone's so worried about like what other people think of them and what they think of their stuff. And, and all this garbage that I just don't like supporting, especially in the case of video. Um, so I was like talking about, you know, dropping the brand name. Like don't go buy Canon because it's Canon or don't get Ray-Bans because of Ray-Bans. Or, you know, you can call it Gucci for all you want. It doesn't matter. Um, get it for its function and its purpose. Like, will it make something that you're trying to do better? Will you be a better person for it? Uh, and that's kind of what we're talking about there. It's, it's a very short, quick video. So if you want to watch it, um, just go to my, you can go to my channel, which is at Trip T. Palmer again. And it'll be it'll, it'll be there. You can read the title and the thumbnail and it's, it's there. Links below. I don't oh, know well, where it is on Spotify. It'll be linked. Cool. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> but so that's, that's what it was about. Just like kind of dropping the brand. Doing your own thing. Self-brand, baby. It wasn't going to be about that when I started it. I just wanted to brand my own shit and, like, make a video about it. So, like, everything I have, which is that Gorilla Pod that's sitting there, has my name on it. My cannon has my name on it. My batteries have my name on it. My boards do. My helmet does. The amount of times that video has popped into my head since you've posted shit. it, I swear on my life. Every time I'm buying anything, I'm like, I don't care about the brand. But I was just driving well, my that, car See, yesterday. that's this is this, that's good. Not because you're my friend and right. you're thinking about it. But, like... It, you walked away with something. Yeah. Which is the only goal I have on an audience level. Go back to what you're saying. I right. cut you off, but I had to add that. That's cool. Um, yeah, because, like, I already... I went into the video knowing what it was going to be about by the title and stuff, but I was already also, like... I'm not someone who cares about brands like that. Like, I'm a frugal person, sure. and I'm not trying to flash off with my Rolex or whatever. Sure. But I've, I've thought about it so many times, and I was driving my car yesterday... And I'm like, what if I just took a bucket of paint to my car and just wrote Middle Child Lives on it? I'm like, who's going to stop me? I own this. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that, by I the way, because of... I don't want people to stalk me, just in case. But it's like, self-brand. Screw it. <laughs> I mean, hey, throw your YouTube link on the back of your windshield. Like, it's a graphic for your car. I've thought about that. But or like... just, why, why are you doing that? Why, why take it that step? Just get car paint pens that do those and just write on the glass. Like, glass pens or paint pens for glass. They wash off if you want them to, right, type of deal. Like, you can take it off yeah. with some acetone. 
Um, and just draw your logo. No, but listen to this. I mean, maybe I, I'm not I a, totally scrapped that idea because, like, they always say, don't put your license plate and stuff. So I'm like, oh, so we don't want to identify a car. I mean, that, that's a fair <laughs> point. But if <laughs> like, you were going to do identify a car, yeah. you know, and you wanted to brand that too. True. I'm gonna. I, mean, I actually I'm, haven't yet, but you've inspired me to self-brand everything I own too. <laughs> Watch the video, guys. It's inspiring. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, I, of course. If you really think about it, I mean, I made that video because I was inspired by someone else who does it. Many other people, but who? you know, drop them, drop the name. Jason Neistat, Van Neistat, like both the brothers that make. They both have a show on HBO where they talk about it, or they have a little episode in their show, um, which was basically like vlogging before vlogging, and HBO bought it for two million dollars, like some little eight-part series that me and you could go make in about two days, worth nice. of quality. I'm saying like video quality, crazy. Um, Man, that's the power of hard work. Sheesh. Just, they, they were original. They were, they were original. And now I didn't self-brand it because of them. I just was like, hey, you know what? Like, identifying my stuff, it's like no one can say, like, this is mine. Because it, it, it's literally mine. My, my name is on it. So it was like, <laughs> that's mine. It was necessary. <laughs> I have, like, two I have two remotes of that skateboard. You I get them confused stole. every time. <laughs> I have now the number one on that skateboard and number two on that skateboard because they're the same remote. So I, I'd always pick up this remote and go with that board, then go outside, and I had to come back upstairs to get the remote. So I was like, dude, some of these things are for fun, but some of these need it. So like, bam, way old. Love it. It's stupid sounding, but it is very helpful. And that was Trent's last video. <laughs> All right, next wow, question. Wow, that was an hour. I'm dead. You kill me. Actually, time isn't, it's fine. We haven't even One. been doing this for that long. You keep mentioning how long your question, your answers are. Because Madison, my, like Madison my girlfriend, just tells me I talk and say things way too long. But I think me and Brooke are very similar. Yeah, so And maybe that's why I'm accepted here. So thank you. <laughs> I'm accepted here. Uh, Madison, if you're listening. I love you. <laughs> so, next question. This is a funsies question because we love funsies here on the pod. What is the craziest thing you've ever done for YouTube? So, I don't know if I can say 100% I did it for YouTube, but my trip I took back in July, okay. a lot of it in my mind, the reason I chose, I was like, I committed to doing it with like almost no money, and living in the car, and, and all the extensive yeah. changes in my life that I had gone through in like, you know, a week span, a time span, from like having a house, to literally getting out of my lease, to moving into the car, that was a lot, um... I mean, in the real world, it didn't cost me a lot of money to go on the road because I lived as cheap as possible, and it was like not exactly fun every second. Yep. When you lived in your van, <laughs> I know so, exactly so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Um, the trashy life that is so glamorized. Like, <laughs> I literally, I went to travel the almost the whole. I'd say like sixty percent of the country because I've already seen a good forty percent of it. I'd say before that, I went and traveled to. Didn't spend a lot of time or money in places. It didn't do a lot of fun things, but I went there, and I slowly churned out some videos from that. I still have more to, be, more to come, much more to come with it. Oh, holy crap, for real? Oh, we only made... We barely I was touched, so we, surprised we, we, we at how little content... No, oh no, my no. gosh, I'm like... I, I, oh I think I have another, like, 100 gigabytes of footage to edit through still, which oh is why I have to... Oh my gosh. But, but that's a different story. I wasn't feeling very motivated to make them yet right now, so I stopped for a minute. Right. I, I needed a right. mental break from it. It yeah. was a lot to worry about every week. Blah, 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 blah. Um... But I went on that trip, and that was, like, somewhat for myself. Like, I wanted to go do it, but I used YouTube as the, the means to justify doing that. I was like, dude, just think about the, the places you can go, the content you can make. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not the world's best, best content, which I think it's far from the world's best content, 
it's still like it's my content and I went and did it anyway. So now both I'm happier because I went and saw the world or, you know, the little bit technically, you know, the U.S. is very small the world. on the world. But like, for me, I'm like, I saw America. enough to please myself to like to make myself happy enough right now to hold myself over talking go across the sea. Let's mm-hmm. see, the ocean. And, um, From sea to shining sea, baby. Yeah, like, America. <laughs> I went and saw a lot of America, or the United States to be specific, and I, 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 I did more than anyone in my family had ever done. So it was, uh, it was justifiable to me to like, go and do it, and it also held a second purpose, which was like, I can film everything, look back on it, and make content on it, and enjoy everything about it. And, and I really did enjoy it. There were some very tough times, and there's very annoying times where I didn't want to film at all, and that's why sometimes I just had nothing for like three, four days in a row. But that's the biggest leap I've ever taken for YouTube hmm. in terms of money, time, safety. Yeah, you know. two minute, uh, two minute, two month road trip. That's. I think you're discrediting it. <laughs> what do you mean? Right at the beginning, you were discrediting it right off the bat. Oh, maybe I was, but I mean, I see it in like, a way that's like a fat it's still a vacation, you know? It's yeah. still like I'm still doing something strictly for fun. There was no financial gain out of that. I've only gone downhill from there, financially speaking, and been more stressed, but like I still did it. And now, like, the money will come back. Yep. It's fine. It has to be fine. If it's not fine, like, what are you going to do about it, right? You're going to bitch about it? Mm, true. Um, so here I am. When we got off the road, we were in our van for a year. Actually, not even really right away. Even right after we got off the road, we weren't in a crunch like that. But it does, it it puts a, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> Living on the road is I not mean, to preface that even more, <laughs> I lost my only job I had once I moved to Charleston. I, I had taken a couple months and I like did some side jobs, contract work, did enough to get by, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started, I got an apartment after that. I was living with my girlfriend's parents before. It was a big mess. Um, yeah, it wasn't fun. But... What I'm getting at is like I had like a month stay there, and then I had to get out. So I, I went and I got an apartment that was very shitty with some roommates, and I got a full time job on the, like it was like a weird side full time job, like non under the table type of situation, where yeah, we love I was like doing video, contract, everything I ever every experience like I've had beforehand. It all like accumulated into one job, which was like conveniently weird, but it paid good. It was like twenty bucks an hour, and I had like I made my own schedule. It was like the weirdest, best for a videographer. It was the best and worst. It was the best and worst job I could have had. It was great. The people that I worked for were okay. Like they were nice. They 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 gave me the opportunity, and I worked there for three months. I worked there from September of twenty one to January tenth of this year, twenty twenty two. So like three and a half months, Hmm. right? So what is the math on that? I made about three and a half, four thousand a month max, which was like good. That's better than I ever made in my life at that point because I was only 19, 20 years old. But then I got a new apartment and got fired. Or not, I got let go. I got let go. I didn't get fired. The company didn't really have the money and the funds to keep it going because like, the company was a startup. It was a small thing. It just didn't really have the practicality to have another person on board. And I was like the newest person at the time, so I was the first person to go. I mean, that's the best way to word it and easiest way to word it. So I lost the job the day I got an apartment, the most expensive apartment I've ever had. Finally, I had my own place. It was like, things were going up. They dropped super fast. And my whole, the whole thing that I'm telling you right now is, uh, so from January to when I left for the trip, I freelanced. I had no, I've never had a real job in Charleston. I haven't had a real job since I was 15. 
So, like, it was always, like, money-wise, when you were saying you weren't that tight, like, mm-hmm. no, I had, like, what I had. Oh, God. And for, like, the first four months, I didn't make a dollar. So, I spent, like, you know, $1,400 in rent every month, four months in a row. That's, like, 5300 bucks, fifty you know, something like that. It I think I had, like, up. I think it's I had, like, ten k <laughs> to my name at the time. Oh so, God. like, I left on the trip, I had 5000 I spent 2000 on the trip, I come back and I have, like, $3,000 over my name. And I don't really say this on the internet much. But, like, that's all I had. And, like, I come back to the trip. <laughs> Yeah, nobody. And I have. The, who would? And now just I look. Yeah, right. Like you don't. I mean, I don't like to advertise the money, but like truthfully speaking, I'm not embarrassed to say it because I don't really care. Like, what does it matter? Yeah, for real. I, that's how much I had to my name was like three and a half, four thousand dollars max. And sure, I'm doing better now, but like, I had to come back with that fear, and like, the, I had to like, yeah, hit the ground running. I couldn't for just real. ease back in normal life. I had yeah. to like come back out of the car, get an apartment. I got the apartment. Survival. Yes. Shoot. I mean, I'm not alone in this. I have a girlfriend. She's uh, never had to pay rent before. We got an apartment together. You know, she just moved out of her house. Her parents' house. Um, long story short, she was doing a little better than I was, which was, like, nice to, like, if I had to fall back, I had something, I suppose. But I would never, ever expect that of her, and I don't... Madison. Um, I don't ever expect it of you. <laughs> Hi, Madison. <laughs> but, but that's, like, where I was at. And, like, truthfully, I still feel like I'm there, but if I look at my stuff, I'm like, I'm doing a little better. I've gotten by every single month. I've paid rent and I've still got profit. Looking at your equipment, I'm like, this dude's loaded. <laughs> Guess the price of this table. Guess the price. Zero dollars. Oh, nice. Ikea. It's an Ikea table. Nice. When she's like, I can call Ikea and say something's broken and get a free replacement. Thank you. I can double this desk for free. <laughs> no, I had the one that Madison's using now. It was my desk that I got for free too. Like almost all of this, I've oh, had. Oh, she got this just a couple days ago, didn't she? At Goodwill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't. And the chair you're sitting one. in. I saw this one. She like, I, you're, you're looking at my stuff right now. Like, computer graduation gift from college. My parents were like, "You went to college for us. They knew it was for them." Well, get, well, here's your graduation gift. They didn't ask me. They just sent me one day. I got a receipt in the mail, like in my email. In New York last year, I was like in New you York. You just personally. had a computer in your mailbox. Like no, like not in my mailbox. Like well, at Madison's parents' house, it was delivered there. No. But, their mailbox? Just no, like the front. Okay. <laughs> but bottom line, I get an email and I'm like, oh shit! I spent twenty five hundred bucks on my sleep. Oh oh. Like you know those? You know that like the moment when Apple said, I, I guess like, it doesn't matter. Like Apple, whoever sends an email saying like, thanks for your purchase. Oh yeah. They sent it to me, so I make sure I had the tracking and all that stuff. Oh my gosh! I would have freaked out. No, like, I would have. It's a scam. It's also one of those. It's also one of those things in the morning when like it's like four or five in the morning and you're like mm-hmm. you wake up early and you still have that like oh I can still go back to sleep type vibe. Mm-hmm. Except I checked my phone to see what time it was and I see this email and it's like thank you for your purchase and I was like okay that's enough to wake me up and then I see the price and I'm like what you know what what just happened? Mm-hmm. Check the email sent like who sent it because it says Apple right but yeah. you can open it and it was actually Apple's like. All the information was real. Oh my god. Panic mode. Panic mode. <laughs> Side story, not Cancel relevant. Order. But that's where we were in life, man. Life was bad yeah. if, you call, if you're talking financials here. So like super fucking scared. But it, it always goes back up. So I know this isn't the biggest risk I've taken for YouTube. But like truthfully, YouTube should have probably been on the last of my priorities list in terms of life. Yeah. Especially on a financial level. Because this is like my first year and a half now that I've been moved out of my parents' house. And no one really pre- prepares you for life, like real life. Because like, if you're going to do anything that's slightly different from everyone else, you are screwed and alone. 100%. You should go cry in a corner no one and then get back up and it. handle it. Like, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where we're at, though, guys. Thank you for listening to me say that all. But, (laughs) I mean, shoot. See, this is why you're a qualified candidate for this podcast, because you just admitted my priorities probably shouldn't have been on YouTube, but they were. Heck yeah, give me some necks for that. We just did necks for those of you listening. Um, also, when I wake up, just because you were talking about it, when it's like when you're the most drowsy, I wake up so early, and for some reason, that's like the time that I think is the best to text people. And then, like, at 9 a.m., I do, like, when other people text me back, I'm like, I like, yeah, I read what I said, and I'm like, I literally, like, it's embarrassing. Like, I'm drunk texting or something. I'm like, why do you text that early? Like, it's not, it's never going to come out right. Yeah, no, I I mean, I don't have a strict rule on waking up. I I should probably have some type of rule, but I feel like just do the work. It doesn't matter when you wake up. Like, for me, I don't don't message people for the first hour or two because I'm just not in it. All I want to do is go back to sleep because, like, I don't know if I'm not taking care of myself enough or whatever, but, like, I should get more sleep, and Mm -hmm. I don't. But it's also like I stay up till one in the morning working. It's not like I stop working at six. So waking up at nine to me is pretty justified in my head. I, I only bring this up because like a lot of people tell you you have to wake up at five to be no. successful or some no. shit. Wake up before the sun type no. deal. Work out, you know, do all this me, crap. I'm like, dude, I cannot do five. I just have, I, I can't. I want to. I can do like six or seven earliest, but it's painful. All right, Trent. Don't make me say it, but you can't. But anyway, let's move on. Yeah, that's it. That's how I stop myself. Don't say it. I'm going to say, don't even say it. what? So they'll hook up and we move on? All right. You can cut that out. Uh, I was just kind of talking to you at that point. Okay. I have... Um, These are all the thoughts I don't make videos about. See? <laughs> now they're coming out. This is why it's perfect. This is actually... I'm glad you said that because this specifically is why I made this podcast. Because, like, as a YouTuber, I wanted. I'm not sure everything. Essentially say a lot of things to the internet that I that isn't is exactly like going to look good in a video. So I don't. But I wish I could. So this is why I made it. This is the outlet for those people that they don't want to add this stuff into their video, but they want to say it. <laughs> Alright, I have a couple more questions. When you first started, this is kind of taking us all the way back to the beginning, but yeah, this is for this is for those fifteen year olds and you're Casey Neistat, right? Ooh, now. that's that would be very so this is your advice to them so when you first started did you feel self-conscious or embarrassed at first about your creations if people were going to see it yada 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 and how did you deal with it okay so i mean i want to say no (laughs) um not because like the pride but like i truthfully went into it with a perspective that was like i felt like i had someone mentoring me even though casey and i stepped to know me like i feel like Aww, i said no it's, it's the one part that i'm referencing not everything just the, the one thing is like make the videos for you not for anyone else and like don't give a fuck what and it sounds like so stupid you know don't give a fuck what people say about your content because they're going to judge you whether it's the world's best content or the worst content because you have no following you know no backing I mean, you can be the smartest person in the room, but if you have nothing to back your point up, no one's going to listen. That's how I see subscribers. Like, you can make the best videos ever, but, like, if you, have the, if you don't have a million subscribers, no one's going to look at your videos and be like, oh, they're great. But as soon as there's a number attached to it, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I've been supporting you from the mm-hmm. beginning. So you know that it's going to go that way. So just go into it not caring whatsoever and just do exactly whatever it is you want to do. Um, I didn't have a plan, like I said. But I knew that, like, I had already gotten past that point because I was already, like, not a popular kid, let's say. 
Um, so I'd already gotten past the point of people liking me on a general scale. And I was like, well, what's this going to do? Make it worse? How much worse can it be? People already don't really care about me or like they don't have an interest in like me as a popular kid. So fuck it. I'm going to do what I got to do. So I just do what I got to do. And like, yes, it did not go well. I was still bullied more. <laughs> oh my but, god! But I also... <laughs> By the time senior year came around, I, I got this, which is the weirdest thing. I wish I bought a senior year book. I wish I bought one just for this, just for this quote. I want to like make a video on it. Most likely to become social media famous was Trent Palmer. Oh, and really? I don't know how this works because I didn't go to high school senior year. Um, I don't know how it works. Like I was still enrolled. I just didn't listen, go. He's not even around. All we see him on the internet. Like I guess that must be it. Like that's a good point. I'm glad you said that because like I was sitting there. Who is this guy? I was sitting there at a uh, grad ceremony. Or like some kind of like, you know, practice thing we were doing, like right at the end of the last last few weeks of school. And it, they were doing superlatives on the morning announcements that one day. And like, they passed the papers around, and then they were going to read them like the next, I don't know how it worked. Somehow, I ended up being there when I got to sign off who I thought should win what. And like, it was going between two nominees for each category. And like, my name was there, and I was like... Who submitted my name? Because I sure didn't, right? I didn't even go to the... I didn't step right. foot in the school all year. This is the first time I've been step foot in the first time I've smelled these always. <laughs> yeah, and the last time, gladly. I don't think I went back there after that either. Um, yeah, so I saw my name there and I won. Like, I ended up winning on the announcements. Like, whatever. Uh, you know, most likely to be social media famous. And now what's even funnier is, like, half the people I know from high school, like, specifically girls, like, have these TikTok pages with, like, 20, 30,000 followers, right? Because they'll, like, dance or they'll do something, like, you know, slightly... TikTok-y. tiktok or just, like, <laughs> visually appealing. Yeah. And, of course, I'm in a different world, completely category-wise. So, kind of ironic that that hasn't panned out yet, but, like, it was like, wow. You know what? No one liked me, like I said, for ninth to 11th grade. I had a really big issue with, like, friends or being bullied or whatever. Oh, my but God. I didn't really... I'm not trying to laugh. No, I, I don't give a shit, man. I feel like you might... I don't give a shit because I was, I was an awkward person. No, I mean, I was literally pushed in the halls. And I, I mean, I fought myself back, right? I wasn't just going to, like, let it happen. But, like, I was called some names I'm not going to say in the podcast because, like, that just starts issues that, like, only were said to me because I didn't have any association with these people that I'm referring to because I made YouTube videos. Like, mm-hmm. I barely even went to school after 10th grade so, why were the people I didn't even see more than, like, once a week saying Literally. this to me? I'm not friends with them. I don't even know them, really. Mm-hmm. I know who they are, but I don't, you know, you just know them when you're great. And you yeah. just don't talk to them. And it's like, you just, I'm walking in the hallway talking to someone, and you're just calling me that, like, because you can. Like, okay, like, first off, that only makes me want to make the videos more. And also makes me feel like your entire opinion of me is based off of something that, you're passionate that I, that I chose to do. So, how can I let you make fun of me for, it was like, it's hard to explain without just, like, saying it, but, like, straight up, like, you just said something to me, and that's your opinion of me, based off strictly a choice I made for myself that has nothing to do with you. So if that's how you're going to judge me, then your opinion must not be that helpful. And what a waste of their time. Like, I'm like, you still watch the video, though. You still watch my shit. So, like, I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. You literally spent the time enough to watch it, to reference something out of this video, because, like, this one kid, I, I can see it. Right now in my head, I can see the hallway. I can hear oh, the word. Oh my god! And I can, I, and I know. Still following you, listening to this right now. I sure hope he's fucking listening, and you know who you are, you asshole. <laughs> Screw you! But you know who you are, and like I, I'm past that. Like, you can come talk to me. I don't care. We're adults, right? But like the thing is, like that just made it that much better when I knew that people who didn't like me were still watching my shit to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. So one day when there is 
some big, you know, thing I'm doing. You better watch that one too, because it's because it's thanks to you. Thank you. Like that's how stupid it is. Like that's kind of where I was at. No, I love that. So that's what I have to say. It's a big long-winded way of saying, hey, literally, just use like your enemy's words to like a strength. I love it. It sounds like so cliche and like so like story, but like that's how I think. Um, and and just run with it. Like take it and like, use it as a fuel. Make it sounds like oh, use your haters and like make them like. Literally, though, like, they're, like, the biggest critics, right? It's like, okay, they're calling your, your videos dumb. And it's like, well, what could be making them call them that? There's nothing dumb about it, objectively speaking. Right. They're um, either they're just stupid or maybe they're, maybe they're actually helpful. Sometimes I've found that it's been helpful. Like, wow, I'm looking back and I'm like, you know what? They were right about what they were saying about that video. Like, that was really whatever. Like, whatever word you would choose to add there. Stupid. Sure, we'll go with that. It's a lot worse than that. Um, <laughs> but... Okay, yeah, they had a point, but, like, at 14, it wasn't stupid. It was a kid thing. As an adult, I looked back, I'm like, man, 14-year-old me was stupid, but, like, you're going to look back at yourself and hate it. Yeah. So just do it anyways. Nothing you're going to do is going to be good enough when you're older, like, when you look so back. So true. Because you're just going to be better by then. So if Yeah, you're, if, you're, if you're not constantly improving. If you were to produce that same work now and think it's good. Yeah, if you're not constantly <laughs> improving, man, you're you're literally, like, if you don't always see how bad your old stuff was, you're not improving. Simple mm-hmm. as that. It's as simple as that. That was yeah. not a simple answer, but it is that simple. Yeah. I hear that. Thank you for asking that. I needed to get it off my chest, obviously. Thank you. Okay, so given all of that, what is your one piece of advice that you want to leave that person with? Start today. Worry about what it looks like and how it is, how good this sounds, like everything about it tomorrow. So Simple as that. Just literally go and make content. Solid. If you want to be a YouTuber, at least. Love it. All right. Um, final question for you, Trent. Um, if somebody were to listen to this podcast today and think, hey, that dude sounds awesome, and they want to reach out to you for business inquiries, mm-hmm. for collaboration, sponsorships, whatever it may be, or to hire you for something, how would they contact you? And would you like to plug yourself? Um, so like when it comes to like brands and collaborators uh i have a business email in my youtube description like on my about page you can go there and click it okay. i'm not gonna put it on the podcast because it might change in the future but you can go to my about page on my youtube channel at t palmer that's my uh handle or just trent palmer type in skateboarding like we talked about um and press about and it'll say show business email you can click that email me do whatever you gotta do or hit me up on instagram i don't really care i just don't answer answer my instagram really um and then when it comes to hiring me as an actual like person to make a video, I have my own company that I do that through, um, and that is Daily Digital Charleston. You can look up, you know, www.dailydigitalcharleston.com, um, and message me there. Just you know, reach out, let me know where you're coming from, and I'll be sure to personally contact you that way. Otherwise, you might get someone else answering you, but nonetheless. And one more time, what's the handle for your YouTube channel? Yeah, so uh, last last time, uh, my handle for my YouTube channel is at t palmer. So T-P-A-L-M-E-R, my All first right. initial last name. All right. Thank you so much for inviting me to your very own living room because <laughs> my location didn't work out, Trent. And I hope everybody enjoyed listening to the podcast. It's okay. It only ruined my whole video I did today. I'm kidding. It's good. No, no thanks for having me on. <laughs> thanks for having me on. I wanted to put you – I wanted to like literally – like put you in like a – oh, shit. What? That was me. Um, if you could only see my face. No, but – by all means, appreciate you having me on. All right.
Happy to yeah. host it in, in my living room Thank slash you, office. <laughs> need right. a, I need an office, man. Bye. I'll see you later. Stop. She's crying. Stop. Logan. <laughs> oh, well now open the door. Show her we're okay. Hey, Diddy. It's okay. We're alright. Hey, you want to come in here? No, she can't come in. <clears throat> great. That was a great interview with Trent. Thank you so much, Trent, for being on the show. Logan is here with me in our closet once again, and we're here to talk about it. I'm here for my kiss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Off and around him. I enjoyed your conversation with Trent a lot. It was uh, entertaining and educational. And it was cool to hear from somebody who's been in the game for a long time, even though he's so young. He's been around the block in this thing, and he's found something that worked and then found that he didn't like it, it or did, didn't want to do but it. but then it didn't work. Right. It, like, worked like it brought him views, <clears throat> but it didn't work in his life. And I think that's a pretty cool story that you probably won't hear in every episode of this podcast. For sure. Honestly, I actually know Trent personally. I'm sure I mentioned that. When I met Trent, he was going through, like, the transition where he wanted to get out of his skateboarding videos and stuff. And he was kind of, like in a space where he wasn't quite sure, so it's really cool to see how he's like butted into his new style. I also find it really awesome that he started so young because at that age I wanted to start my channel and I really wish I did and he is just a prime example of someone chasing their dreams. Well what you haven't told the people yet is that you had a YouTube channel. <laughs> there so was true. a channel that was started. It still exists. It's still out there. Actually, two you channels. I had two deep. channels. Yeah, like, what do you so mean true. you didn't start a channel? Well, you had two channels. No, those were when I was, like, middle school age, but then in high school, I wanted to start again, and I didn't. Yeah. All right, but yeah, good point, good point. I oh, mean, if anybody wants to watch, I'll legendary. link them. I'll link them. You're going to link them? Good for you. They uh, are legendary okay. videos. Yeah, nope, you already said it. No, I'll link one of them, because the other one was kind of run by me and my sisters, and, like, I will, I'll link the funny one. The skits. The skits are... Um, my sister and I did... Chef's kiss. Those weren't, like, edits at all or anything, but we did uh, where we would dress up as old ladies, and we were called Harriet and Wilma, and we just went off. No script, nothing. We just complained and yelled. <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> it was excellent. I really wanted to keep that going and, like, you know, get famous off of it, but that didn't happen. Is the Hard Knock Life music video on there? Yeah. No, that's on the other channel. Some of my old movies that uh, that we created were on there. Oh my gosh. They're so Too good. Too funny. They're so All good. Alright, we'll see what... Just check the link. Uh, the links. Just Man. see what's on there. I'll decide later. I'll decide later what goes on. <laughs> Too funny. Alright, back to Trent. Yeah. So, I thought, you know, my favorite part of the episode was like the last 15 minutes like mm -hmm. shit got real and we got to we got that inside pick at like what trent's been working through for the past seven years on this pot on this youtube journey and six six years all right understood <laughs> don't cut <laughs> uncut i'm cut i'm cutting <laughs> uncut 
<laughs> I'm just gonna put that part, and then people will wonder what we cut out. <laughs> <laughs> they will wonder. It'll forever be a mystery. Too funny. Just wait till I break out the robot voice. I'm sorry. No. Um, anyway, can we get Does this, this show on the road? <laughs> Does this party accept robots? Can robots make YouTube? We Can just we wanna make videos. Can we please move on? He is knocking someone camera. else off right now. Entirely someone else's thing. He's doing it. <laughs> I'm dead. Next. <laughs> yeah, it's Dax's bit, but I love it. Oh my god. Um... <laughs> So, it came up in the pod, in the episode, that deals with search engine optimization issues because of this other Trent Palmer that mm -hmm. makes some pilot videos or something. I don't know. We don't support that Trent Palmer. <laughs> no, we do, Trent. I mean, you're, we do he's probably you. fine, but, but we, we do. haven't watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, by That's that true. metric, we don't support we have not cast our economic vote in his direction. Um, but I think, like, I, you know, I hesitate to say that YouTube handles are revolutionary to the game because literally every single social media platform has been doing it for a long time. Long, so long. And but, it's funny that Logan just said that because earlier he's, like, talking about, yeah, YouTube's ahead of the game with the handles. I'm like, Really? Because handles have, like, I remember being in middle school and hearing gamers be like, what's your handle? Like, that is so old. That was, no. But good job, YouTube. We love the handles. Thank you for those. Handles are making things easy for YouTubers across the nation. It's leveling the playing field and making it easy for us to connect with our current and future subscribers. And if you haven't gotten your name in for the handle that you want, you got to do that. Yeah, for real. Get on it and make it short, make it memorable, and make it directly relatable to your channel. Britney underscore. Yeah. Um, capital H, lower H, capital X, lowercase x. Bookworm42069. <laughs> yeah like that <laughs> yeah just like that and don't take my idea that one's already taken Odyssey Outdoors so, wasn't <laughs> I was thinking today I almost considered creating a how to YouTube video today Ooh, I, or I considered it I was like I could totally do that and I was and now I forget what the topic was. I was like, what? oh, people would totally Stop watch it. this. I was oh, just going to ask. Oh, it was for spooling. I was spooling reels at work oh, today in yeah. the workshop. I was using this. This it's machine totally has like 10 pieces and they're all kind of small and they go together a certain way. And like it's there's a little bit of technique to like getting the line onto the spool correctly. And it's like 
nice and the machine whirs real fast Ooh. and like i think it would be like a nice little how-to how video we could do a how-to series for odyssey outdoors right like i could totally do knot tying videos and like tying leader and yeah love it rod repair good idea so how-to videos are one of the biggest like most watched sectors on youtube so if you have something that you're doing and you can throw some how-to mixes into the into your channel like they're easy videos to make they require little creative skill but they deep they provide depth to your channel you know if you're doing something and you're doing cool things and you have some knowledge to share share it like how-to videos will get your channel noticed and they will bring people in for the cool stuff that's how I found some of my favorite YouTube channels out there. Yeah, I mean, how-tos are, well, I was just going to say are what brought me to YouTube, but Charlie the Unicorn brought me to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, dumb shit brought me to that YouTube. That was the no first question. video I've ever watched on YouTube. I came for the dumb shit. I stayed for the how-tos. Yeah, oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? You know how many hours of research I've cut the corner on mm. just by watching a five minute video on youtube so shout out to true. all you creators that are making life easy for the rest of us anything you ever need to do ever is on youtube and a how-to oh my gosh God, so, I love it. yeah and and there are there could be 40 how-to videos to do the exact same thing and they're all gonna have views so don't be afraid to do a how-to video that somebody else has done before yeah, plus everybody does it a different way. Right, and, like, and you can put your own little creative flair. Right, so and true. And people might love it. It might be the top video on that subject by the end of the year, you know? So true. I don't remember if he mentioned it in the interview, but Trent, his first, like, video that really popped off for him and really got his channel, like, noticed was How to Pennyboard. Wow, and he dang, remade dang, that. Dang. Yeah, he remade oh, that video... Sorry two or three times and every single time it totally popped off for him so yeah just straight up facts <laughs> it's a nice way to provide a little bit of easy content if you're you know if you're short of ideas for creative videos for the month or whatever throw in a quick how to bridge the gap in your channel stay consistent and you know attract so some viewers and you can still be relevant within your yeah. uh, niche. <laughs> right. It might not be the sparkly thing, but it gives your channel character. And so true. it gives you credibility in your niche. Right. And don't we all just know a bunch of things that aren't common to everybody? Like <clears throat> everybody's got that little that little knowledge, you know? Some people can juggle, some people can dig a ten foot hole really fast. <laughs> The, world's need, the world everybody's, needs ditch diggers. Yeah, everybody's got their thing. Ditch digging how-tos. That's show. a channel idea. For show. Copyrighted. You heard it here first. I don't want to see anyone <laughs> out there already doing how-to ditch digging. It already exists. <laughs> well, this has been fun and all, but it is getting to be about that time. 8 p.m., my bedtime. So, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Trent, thank you for coming on the show. Logan, thank you for joining me. Well, and it's uh, a pleasure. see you all next time. Bye. Bye.